Hello and welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and with me, I have a very special guest. You may know him from his Twitch streams. You may know him from his YouTube series, or you might know him from just being so good looking. It's automatic. How you doing? Whoa! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that uh, third edition. I was like, okay, maybe the music. Good looking. I'm we nice can, and, I'm nice and shiny the these days. We can days. talk I'm about bald. the beats. <laughs> I'm 30 and old and married. I got the dad bod going on. But you know what? I appreciate it. What's going on, folks? Hotdadbods.com. You can find that all at our Street Fighter front page. Whoa! <laughs> also known as Jibbo. Back in the day. When I, when I would okay. consider myself a handsome young man. Nowadays, maybe not so much. But again, thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> no, fair enough. We could get into the SoundCloud because, but like, that's something that I feel like maybe a lot of people don't know about you is that you also you also cut beats. Hmm. Hmm. You can call it that. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, back in the day, I used to produce for Sebiel. He made uh, YouTube videos about the FGC. Like, I, I, I want to say he was one of the pioneers, one of the first guys to really do streams, like fighting game streams, like seasons, beatings, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he had a website called FrameAdvantage.com. Yeah. And he was looking for music for his videos. I was like, hey, man, you do some music. I also made music for um, Gutex, like Cross Connor, like Ian Covino. He was making oh, like some really? cuts for the evil thing. I also made music. <laughs> I feel weird making this about me, but I guess that's kind of the idea here. I made music okay. for the evo trailer back in the day for tekken a tekken i think it was tekken tag 2 maybe oh shit maybe before that with seth musi i didn't Just realize that those, those are some deep roots man yeah and uh sitting back lately in I've been, i'm impressed right now <laughs> lately i've been making some music again i took quite a hiatus maybe once a year i'd make something yeah. but i'm getting back into it for a couple reasons a couple reasons and I still enjoy it just the same. It's probably you, one of the best you feelings. You trailed off there as if you had something like uh, up your sleeve that you probably can't talk about. I'm not going to press you on it, but I do just want to call that out. That the way I that you trailed off it. was a little bit suspect. You know how they say show your results rather than your plans or something like that. Because, you know, it's, it's like an option select. If you end up not doing it, then you could be like, well, I didn't talk about it. So I'm good. Yeah, it's an empty cancel is what that is. That's a, that's a good OS as far as I'm concerned. Something like that. But yeah, uh, I make music. It's not something I emphasize or really, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, are you going to start making music again? I'm like, it's, no, it's no, hard, man. man. Music is not a, uh, no, not a simple it's, process. It's really unforgiving. And if you're, like, cutting things up and actually making it sound good, making something, yeah, like, yeah. making a beat, like, not really that difficult. Like, mixing it and making it sound good is, like, yeah. impossible. <laughs> I can make something great in like 10 minutes, but I can do something that I'll never get finished. Like I'll, I'll be a month yeah. into it and be like, it sounds like shh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And uh, it's a really, it's, it's a, it's a difficult thing. It's as rewarding as it feels like mm -hmm. it's the most rewarding thing as far as like content creation for me, but it's also the most frustrating thing at the same time. Do you do live music at all? Were you ever, like the DJ route? Do you no, I can't even play mm -hmm. piano anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I could still practice and figure stuff out, but I'm rusty. I used to play cello in high school. No, Dude, I me can't too. Even, Fellow cellos. Tales. <laughs> Fellow cellos. Yeah. Bars. Dude, cellos. Yeah. Cello's fucking rad. That's like one of... Mm, that's a pretty good string instrument. I do like yeah. a double bass, but the register is a bit low and grainy. Where on a cello, you can make it sound like nice and smooth. Oh, man. Cellos are fucking but that sick. Double bass, that double bass on a, like a jazz, a clean jazz trio with a yeah. double bass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. picking away at it. Mm. Yeah, you can get some good slaps on a big double bass. Man. I'm about oh, to start. Man. I'm gonna go, after this is over, I'm going straight to the to the doll. <laughs> start producing again. Dude, no, cellos are fucking red. I actually I 
So this is kind of an aside. Uh, I actually learned the cello uh, because I had a crush on a girl in high school. Uh-oh. <laughs> she was in... So you thought the best idea was to lug around across <laughs> no, your no, shoulder. No, this big instrument that, like, digs into your shoulder while not, you're carrying it. The story's hey, not baby, that, story's not that anime. Her down? It's not that anime. It's not that way. You can't even, you gotta sit, you can't walk around with it. You gotta sit her down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, there's a whole lap situation there with the, with the sitting there. It's a good, so, so she was in orchestra and she was a cellist. And I was like, yo, uh, let me get on this, this orchestra action. I'm gonna be a, a cellist because she oh played cello. But I didn't let anybody know that. But like within the first week, she had quit. But also, I had like gone in on like, no, I want to learn cello real bad. And you now can't I was go like, back oh. on your word. I was like, oh, fuck, oh, beans. Now I have to like actually learn how to play this and like sit and like do orchestra performances and shit. It was like, there oh, is, okay. There some um, very attractive um, women, ladies, girls. No, it's okay. I am, I am fairly certain she turned out to be a lesbian. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean she's not attractive. Oh, no, no, this is true. Take the shot, man. You'll find out. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely very attractive, but also uh, just played for the, which is fine. Uh, Totally fine. Uh, I feel like I I, won. Everybody won on that because no one got weird advances that they weren't okay with, and I got to learn how to play cello, so it was like a good win-win-win situation. All around wins. W's all over the place. All kinds of wood wins. (laughs) That's that's an or that's an. That was an that was an unintentional <laughs> pun. I apologize. It was not where I meant to go with that. I um, hey man, dad puns coming at you. <laughs> I'm better at Street Fighter. Uh, I, I make music and uh, I do a lot of tech in Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Subject Perry. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. That's good. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, but those good two things do uh, relate to each other. The way you solve problems in music, the way you problem, uh, the way you um, practice Timing, yeah, a scale yeah. or. Uh, like different different uh, tones or like maybe you trying to vibrato here, crescendo here, or you have a Street Fighter, okay, I need to learn how to hit confirm from this position. I need to activate my V-Trigger sooner in the match. I should act- activate it in a more efficient way when I activate yeah. it sooner. There's a lot yeah, of no, um, moving parts involved. Yeah, there's a lot of very good musicians who are also fighting game players. I feel like that Venn diagram is 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 pretty much like close to one circle people who are like very good musically mm. or like ha- at least play instruments are are somewhat yeah. tend to be I good at fighting games there's some good comparisons to jazz and classical music mm-hmm. whereas jazz is you it's, it's more of a free form you have a chord progression you know the bass player you gotta hit this note at some point and you're good and the 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 melody is this but you know you can do you know just yeah you kind of do what you want just say it sometimes uh, whereas in classical music, it's like this is what I want. You're directly like this is what the composer wanted you to do. Yeah. Uh, the conductor, you follow that tone, and then you follow that tune, and you move from there. But you can combine those two elements. Is 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 what I think is the most. Um, you know, they say the highest art is no art, like Bruce Lee or whatever. I think that's the right approach to to fighting games as well. Is to be able to improvise, to be able to know uh, what is the concrete. Like, I have evidence. This is the best frame trap. But also be able to, you know, understand the psychology. When you have the psychology mm-hmm. and you have the uh, ability to improvise and understand how your opponent thinks, then I think that is the correct combination. To, uh, yeah, I'm, really I'm right with you. Games. It's like jazz is the third strike, and the classical is like your Street Fighter Five. Your rigid body that you're stuck into is 
is the Street Fighter Five where it is the classical, the jazz yep. man. You want to you want to play say, fast and loose. Not to say one's better than the other, but yeah, who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, but you, I have noticed that you've been putting some Third Strike videos out there recently. Do you want to kind of talk oh, yeah. about that and how that's been going for you? Oh man, Third Strike. Me and Third Strike, we go way back. I can already see like the cartoon, like somebody makes an animated film, like and then there's a cloud. I'm thinking about Third Strike and the the theme from Doug Patty Mayonnaise. She walks in. I see the Third Strike machine. It's like I'm in love with that's that game. Good. It's been around for. <laughs> it's I like been around the Doug, for so I like long. the Doug Funny reference. Yeah, that's very good. I've definitely been playing that game for. Over a decade, I'm 30. I, probably when I was around 18, I started playing 19 or 20. I started traveling and meeting mm -hmm. people to play it. So it's good to see it come kind of full circle in some ways and see who's really interested in, and what's out there. And what's interesting is people who've never experienced Third Strike and then and they pick it up and they like it. You yes. know, that, that's what yes. gets me. It's like, uh, you know, this game doesn't tell you, you know, it doesn't tell you what to do one way or the other when you first pick it up. So you're mm -hmm. like really free to make those own decisions. So if you don't know what you're doing, and but you still enjoy the game, I think that says a lot. Yeah, because it it lets you do whatever. You'll get fucked up for it. Like you will get bopped. Like yeah, it's, it's really tough to define these terms. Like it's it's free form and that kind of thing. But the the idea is that there is no. Um, you're still active like, in this situation. You're still like you have. There's so many options available to you at all. You might not know those options, but like just the matter of pressing buttons and like pressing directions on your stick, like might yeah. even make something happen. You know. I think what I'm trying to get at is there's no pressure to play it. There's no like mm. tournament per se. There might be around there. There's oh, no yeah, like pro tour, and you're just playing it just to play it and see what was out there. And then people are enjoying it from that from that angle. And this is by no means am I throwing stones to tournaments who have to, to games that have those kinds of tournaments. But, you know, I had like a similar experience between me and my friends the other, the other night because we are pretty good at the game. But there's no tournaments. There's nothing going on for us to get better at. We're just playing it because we like it and we want to get better at beating each other. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody, but that's who we're playing with. It's just me and like eight, maybe, you know, a handful, a couple of other guys. That's it. And yeah. we just want to play to beat each other. It's just recent. <laughs> it's yeah. just in like the past month. And it's fun. Because uh, like, I mean, you can think about like Cooperation Cup. That's like the one big tournament every year. Oh, uh, yeah, and some of them do go, uh, the people that I play with. Oh, really? That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that's, like, such a cool tournament. That's such a oh like, crazy fun... It's like, it's, I talked about this when I had our life on the show, where it's, like, it it just reinvigorates me every year. It's, it's the raw. start of the year. It's, like, it's so good. Everyone's happy. Everyone's just enjoying... It's such a fun tournament. It Like, all the videos yeah. hold up to rewatch, like... Uh, yeah, so yeah. There's so there's so much to think about watching Kuroda play against whoever, or watching. Oh, God, oh yeah. my gosh, Lucifer, aka Piero, Piero, Piero. I player winning with crouching today. short and then supreme rising flash kicks out of nowhere. Like, what is this, Remy? It was doing the the stupid cold blue kick and it was hitting. It was hitting Nuki. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking godlike, dude. It was it was insane. Like, it, yeah. I almost. Mm, we should probably talk about that run here at some point. Yeah, I usually it. Well, I have a typical. Oh yeah, well I have I have a typical part of the podcast where if it's just me solo, I'll have like an FGC history of like videos I highly recommend people watch, and I'll link that one of Piero uh, bodying everybody. Uh, it's just a compilation video of him uh, at least taking out that t OCVing that um, I forget the team name, but he he destroys everybody. 
And yeah, there's a lot to talk about with it. I think it was one of the there was a Hollywood team with Daigo Haitani, yes, uh, MLV, and yes. uh, Vanel. There's somebody else that I'm missing, but it was it was one of the teams. I was like, are you serious? That's a team, and then they lost to the Remy. He fucking OCV'd him. <laughs> but it's just funny because also he went by Lucifer, and everyone was like, who the fuck is Lucifer? Like, oh yeah, and guy? he had like the the Remy win poses. He would stick his hand yeah. up in the air, like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> Launching, he's just launching. That's all he's feeling it though. I was doing an analysis on that the other day, but it was the oh my gosh, I just I just thought about something else. But the the team from Okinawa, there was mm -hmm. an Ibuki player, and when he went to go celebrate, he uh he did one high five to his friend on the left, and then he had two friends on the right. He went to the first friend immediately, and then he made eye contact with him, and then he switched over his high five. And his other friend missed the high five, and then he looked back, and his his other high five that went to the other friend, they engaged, and then they did another high five, and then he looked back and was like, "Oh, sorry, no, look at my face, I'm playing a bookie." He doesn't he doesn't know what side he's landing on. That's for that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what a good game. But uh, speaking time. of that Okinawa team, I was in a uh, quote unquote deployment. When I was in the Air Force, I was in. I spent a lot of time in Okinawa. I actually played the guy who won co-op club. <laughs> Everybody I played in Okinawa was like just okay, they were decent. Mm -hmm. um, and then I played one guy. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? I could not beat him. He, I mean, first he was playing Elena against my Hugo, so I'm like, all right, this guy. It's a really, really bad matchup for Hugo. Yeah. So then I picked Ken. I'm like, all right, I can't do this. Let's pick Ken. Still couldn't. I couldn't touch his Elena. And then, you know, we played like maybe 50 matches. I beat him like four, four or five. And then uh, on my way out, I was like, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, I said Subarashi or something, like you're really good, that kind of thing. And as I was like leaving, he like looks sad. <laughs> There's not a lot of people to play. But oh, man. that's the guy who won co-op cup. He just wanted more sets. That's all That's all it cares about. It was unbelievable. That's all he cares about. I don't know. That's just that's so much fun. It was great. Shout outs to Chris Creasy. He was the guy showing me all the arcades out there. Fucking rad, dude. Um, so you've got some videos up and people have seemed to be reinvigorated with the, there's a lot of new players coming on mostly I think due to 30th anniversary coming out um, mm -hmm. I feel like that's really stoked the flames here it's re relit the spark in people's hearts for third strike and uh, probably kindled new flames in, in newer players who just don't know much about the games but yep and I'm, I'm here for them that's yeah it's been, really cool. it's been really cool it's been really cool to see so and many people like, such as yourself even who are just producing more and new con like Renick put out like a new video not too long ago and I was like man fucking work. Well, there's a guy from New York by the name of Frankie uh, I think his channel was Feetwork 101 something like that mm -hmm. he's been doing some good it's called like Third Strike Film Room he's been mm -hmm. doing really good breakdowns of uh, like YSB's Hugo uh, Deshikan's Ken uh, TM's Q it's really really well done what was the name of that? It's just uh, if you search Third Strike Film Room, it should come up. I'm not sure about the YouTube channel's name. I think it's Feetwork101, but don't quote me on that. Okay, yeah, I'll just... There, I see it. I won't click on it because there's probably an autoplay thing and I want that coming through. But that will be shared in the show notes, even though that has nothing to do with whatever you've got going on, which we can yeah. talk about now. <laughs> I mean, I got Third Strike going on. It is so easy to talk about tangents when you talk about Third Strike because it's just, man so many options it's such a good it just game. brings a, a it's like a light shines out of my chest like iron man <laughs> i feel good about it. and i do man speaking of tangents i got 
when I'm playing Third Strike, so many people tell me, man, you're like so much happier when you play this game. And I think that enthusiasm, that, mm. uh, in, that level of enjoyment, it really is just like such a better positive experience. And, it's infectious. You know, it just comes naturally when I play Third Strike. Most of the time, it's not to say that I've never been upset with the game. Or like, you know, you're stupid. Oh, you know, yeah, no, I, I have cursed stupid. that game. I've <laughs> cursed that game a number of times. Hugo but versus feels, Makoto, I have cursed that. Or uh, Q versus Makoto, I have cursed that game. But it feels so rewarding to just, you know, when I lose, I feel like it's my fault. Yeah. The, other player, the other person played really well. Sometimes the character might get to me, but if I conquer it, it feels really good. Yeah, it's like really easy to, at least to, I don't know, maybe my rose tints around and maybe as I'm looking at it through knowing eyes of like whenever you lose in third strike it's like oh no I know exactly why I lost mm -hmm. like, th that was very very apparent um, I yeah. I don't know if we have the ability to look back with like fresh eyes and say like I, I could tell that as a new player like I don't know if that's true that might not mm. be true yeah like it might not be obvious that like your very obvious block string is like very easily red parryable. That might not be obvious to new players. Yeah, that's another thing. Is there's, there's different. Um, it's like some things that will work against other people will not work against a high level player. Like if you do mm -hmm. a medium, if you're Ken and you do an, if you do his back medium kick against me, you're risking getting red parry seven twenty. But against yeah. other people, you don't have to worry about red parry. Yeah, or like Yun's obvious cancels into shoulder mm -hmm. like yeah yeah it, it, it changes short, <laughs> it's so crazy shoulder. when you're playing against somebody better who's good who knows yeah. how to like switch up what they're doing something that it's easily like red parry or even just regular parry mm -hmm. because of the way they time it because of the way i approach it it becomes like it's reset that that that, that difficulty level is reset because of their approach yeah or like if you're playing Dudley and it's like, why did, how did they punish my EX machine gun blow? I thought I could just throw that out. I looked at the numbers. I saw the math. I'm safe on, wait a minute. There must be something here that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Dudley. Ugh, Dudley. Dudley's cool. I did not have it in me to learn all the juggles. I, I have a bad memory as it is. I didn't want to do it, but I do love a Dudley. I could talk all day about this. <laughs> I know, I know, and like that's that's fine. But I want to keep it to an hour, so maybe we should cut that short and talk about some other stuff that you got going on. Tell me about stop button. Oh, stop button in Hope Mills, North Carolina. What city is that? Never heard of it, right? <laughs> it's near another city you haven't really heard about. It's called Fayetteville. <laughs> I've heard of Fayetteville, which is where I'm. Which is where you know I I began my journey in fighting games in the Fayetteville arcades. But as far as stop button is concerned, yeah, we have a legitimate arcade with owners that care. They care about the machines. They care about the the product that they're putting out there. It's a, it's also a bar, so you know they're doing quite well. They just opened up another room that that I can run tournaments in. That other people run like Tekken, Smash Brothers. Not cool. So they're they're building up. They're growing, and he's always trying to make improvements everywhere. Like he just got a super turbo machine, so we got Samo parts, good oh, sticks. Man. You got Third Strike, you got CVS 2, you got a Killer Instinct 2, you got Soul Calibur 2. Uh, the list goes on. Like it's, it's all there, and he's always looking for more. But Stop Button is just a wonderful place. I mean, it's not the only place, too. You got Lost Ark Video Games in Greensboro. So in North Carolina, we got two highly functional arcades. Man, look out for the North Carolina scene. I didn't yeah, realize I didn't North think Carolina there's a lot of potential here. Yeah. That's we got awesome. a lot of potential here, but it's like uh, organizing it and making it um, 
making it so that the, the community is really interested in grinding and getting be getting better. Not only just for the 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 aspect of fellowship, I guess you can say, or like yeah. you know just hanging out. Uh, but I think we have the potential to be good players as well. I mean, a lot of a lot of areas are like that, but you gotta have the right people who are streaming it and the right the just the numbers like. NLBC and wasn't that fights? They're the juggernauts right now. But you know, you got Texas, Atlanta. <laughs> but it's harder to get "quote unquote" stream time. You need somebody who's a content creator like myself to really make the plays happen and mm -hmm. make people who are in the area local celebrities and make it worth watching and making it worth showing up to. And that's what I aim to do with Stop Button and anything else that's going on in North Carolina. Yeah, that's rad, man. Like that's and the internet apparently. I, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So if you are listening and you are in that area or that region, uh, we're gonna post some info on that and probably get some some stuff out to you so it can be easier to spread the word of, of sure. stop and just the North Carolina scene in general. Yep. Because I'm that's there really every cool, Friday. That's that whole attitude because like it just makes it. <sighs> Shit, man. I was. This is gonna be an old callback, but I was listening to. Gutex's old podcast of when they were trying to raise money to go to SBO. Oh, like the Gutex.com? Yeah. And like part of that was them talking about the Japanese take on trying to help each other get better and not trying to hide tech at all and just sharing tech and like trying to get or level everybody up and just enjoying themselves and just enjoying the game and that being yeah, the culture. Yeah. Especially, not to interject or interrupt, but their their goals are different. Their goals are to mm -hmm. be the best players so we can all be the best players and so somebody can, you know. But here, the tournaments are important to win and the strategies for winning do involve, you know, yeah. not, not letting your opponent know your strategy or know the answers so that you can have a better chance of winning. Yeah, it's like there's money on the line and it soon turns people into cutthroats and... And yeah. hide, hiding their tech or like blatantly showing tech like that isn't like not how they're actually going to play like yeah that's like and i don't disagree thing. i think it's a good strategy <laughs> i think it's yeah, a good strategy if you, yeah, you want to win money like that's but the thing like, if you want to be the biggest fish in your pond that's fine but yeah and then, and then the other thing is you're in a your pond. pond is probably not that big yeah, you're in a pond <laughs> Um, you know, you compare that pond to the Japanese pond, and then when they come here, like back in the day when they came to like Evo or whatnot, everyone got destroyed. There was very few people that could like hold a candle to Japanese players, but it didn't matter. It was like a once a year thing. It was more important mm -hmm. to, I guess, quote unquote, put food on the table at your locals kind of thing. Yeah, and it was. But we'll see. Sometimes it's not about that at all. Sometimes it's just pride. You don't want to lose to anybody. Yeah, that's true. There, there are a lot of egos, and that's fine. There's things to talk about. There is your willingness to lose. Um, in exchange for learning and getting better, some people don't want to lose and and, and like they, they want to just win. Yeah, by any e means, your ego doesn't win you matches, right? Yeah, and that's that's that sucks. You can't make friends like that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so you got that going on, uh, but something that I think we can transition into. I think the first topic that we should probably talk about uh, something that's similar to what you're doing, uh, Bonchan building locals. Uh, there's a really oh, yeah. good article on. Uh, Red Bull Esports. Uh, Red Bull Esports, a lot of good articles out there. Uh, but this one kind of followed Bonchan and talked about what he's been trying to do and what he's been trying to achieve in Japan, basically saying that the arcade scene is dying out and how important it is to be in front of someone to learn with people. Uh, yeah. You read the article. Did you take have any takes on this? 
I skimmed through it quite a bit. Uh, it seems like me and Bonchan have a couple things in common mm-hmm. as far as not just community building, but the way we feel towards Street Fighter V. It's not, it's not the game that I'm in love with, but I do appreciate it. I do think it's... Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I still haven't figured it out yet. But I think it might be like pound for pound, the correct fighting game, you know, to get the most people to play it, to make it so that um, the... Uh, how do you say, like the, the skill ceiling is lowered in a way that it feels obtainable to, to beat people who have been playing fighting games for a uh, You know, it's, all this stuff has been said ad nauseum, but mm-hmm. the, the, the willingness to still uh, pursue that desire uh, to build that community and not let that arcade feeling die out, I very much so sh- share that. Uh, you know, I want to make people like the people who do love this game, I want to enhance their enjoyment. That's what I get out of Street Fighter V the most. Mm-hmm. is uh, helping other people play it. Yeah, and I think that's something that even Bonchan says in this article, and I'll quote him here, is that my main goal is to inspire the young players in these regional areas to start their own offline community. While throwing an event might be an exhausting job, it's also very rewarding, and it's oh always gosh. better to have a rival or a friend to play and communicate with rather than playing alone at home online. Yep, no lights, just a screen glowing in your face, and you're just yeah. you're, you're playing on live. More likely, more than likely, not having a good time when when you're not getting like a win streak, or even if you are doing nothing but wins. If anything goes wrong, you know it affects you. But when you have a person, uh, it's a different dynamic when you can actually talk to somebody who's physically next to you. That mm-hmm. that that can turn into a conversation about like today's society, how we're like it's so easy to communicate with people. But it's like we don't know how to communicate with each other. We don't know how to right. talk to each other anymore. Yeah, within the yeah, yeah within the text. options available to us, it has become harder to actually make a human connection than it is to Yeah. We talk know. through character limits, statuses, retweets, but you know, really talking to somebody, you you hearing the sound of my voice and looking at me, it's it's a it's it's you know, it's almost like it's a lost art. I'm not trying to get all cornball on you, but it's getting it's getting into a weird spot, but then the no, truth might be that. maybe most people just never have been really good at it, and then we just we can see more of that. Well, I mean that's also very true. Is that there's a lot of people who have not developed socially. It could be very hard for them to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to like throw any shade on on people like that or say like, hey, you should like get out there, Sonny, and talk talk to a person. Go throw a baseball. Talk uh, to your local recruiter. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Support uh, your local library. <laughs> support your local library. Uh, support the lab. Sorry. But like, in all seriousness, though, like there is like you mentioned something where it's like if you're on ranked and you're winning, right? Like the winning doesn't necessarily make you a better player. You're not getting. Yeah, it doesn't better. equate to enjoyment either. It's not always a no. man. I, I don't want to like. There's so many stories I can talk. But like Street Fighter Four, I remember winning a tournament against Steve H, and I didn't feel like I won. <laughs> like this legendary CVS two player Steve H, who out turtled Justin Wong, mm. I beat his ass, and I was like, oh, something's off here. It didn't feel mm. right. Mm. But, um. There, then it also doesn't it, it doesn't make your losses like you also don't necessarily learn from your losses yeah like, losses don't feel good either yeah it's and that's 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 part of the um you have to enjoy what you're doing so you can maximize the amount you learn as well right, right. so if you're playing online you're not having a good time it's going to be harder to break through that learning curve because there's absolutely a lot to be learned online even though it's not reflective of the offline experience but if you're not enjoying yourself, then it's going to make it uh, ex- more difficult 
Then mm-hmm. if you were playing with somebody, you know, you're having a good time, you're talking, and you, you know, you, you're diving into the reasoning behind each decision being made, and it, the time will just fly. You know, it's it's that's what I hope to bring out in that st- in that stop button experience. I hope it's like the same thing that that um, Bon Chan is trying to bring out in those local arcades because that feeling is such an important part of our lives. I'm telling you, like this mm-hmm. this has been like a hobby for the longest time, but it's, it's never going away. And that's why it's so when when Street Fighter Five was like you know it's, I guess it's always under fire, right? People can say like, "Why well, don't just play something else?" Like I do, uh, but I want this to be right <laughs> because this is what I've been attached to for so long. So it's hard to sound it's it's hard to be perceived as reasonable because there's so many people who aren't. It's right. it's I don't know, it's a crazy it's it's a crazy dialogue. But I will say, yeah. when I am teaching people at Stop Button, you know, in person, it's really, it started just one person that who just showed up to one tournament that I was running, and then he started coming on Fridays, and then and I started, it's because of him, shout out to Tim, that I was like, okay, I need to bring other people in to play him, so that, you know, he can experience a variety of skill levels, because if he's just playing me, I can teach him stuff, but he's not going to feel like uh, he's learning. That's another thing, is like when... If the newer player, if he's not winning, it doesn't feel like he's getting better. But when somebody is just better than you, and you're, you're, and I can identify that he's making better decisions, but not enough to beat me. But to him, it's not like that. So when he finds somebody yeah. that's his skill level, it's an even, it's an, it's a, it's a good, not, not like a supplementary. Maybe it is like a supplementary experience. Like it's all, all those, all those different aspects are good. So he's been my motivation to, to continue seeking out more people to play him. As well as me, you know, people come out to play me sometimes. That's cool. That's cool. No, helping people learn fighting games is incredibly rewarding. I find. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to. It's hard. It, yeah, it's hard <laughs> to explain exactly why or how that is. This is because you can't. Oh man, you can't change somebody internally. You can't like make decisions for them. Right. But if you give them the tools and you guide them along the way and then they are able to expedite the process and figure out how, how everything works and then make the decisions on their own, you're like, yeah. I yeah. gave them the, I gave training, them the, the paper, Training someone know? to then surpass you in skill is like, oof, that feels good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That actually like That's feels good. That's what happened good. to me. That's what happened, <laughs> I would say, happened to me early on. Um, you know, I used to be that guy who didn't know a thing about frame data. Yeah. I just played by feel, bro. I just used my Cora Zone. Um, and that worked for it worked for a while, but you know I started looking at frame data and whatnot. But I didn't understand like this. There's so many things like the the backstory of me. But basically, I met somebody who taught me psychology, and then I, you know I meet people that teach me about frame data, and then I put those two things together, and then voila, you have the psychology, the science and the psychology put together, and that's that's where I'm at today, and that's what I try to aim. That's what I aim to uh, teach other people how to do. Yeah, I know. I think that that message comes across in your in your videos and your tutorial videos as well. Uh, that's something that I would encourage people to go seek out. Like if they're wanting to find some type of encouragement or words of wisdom uh, to want to attain that next level of skill or just learn fighting games in general, I would send people to your YouTube channel. I think that I'm mostly in agreement with a lot of stuff that you have to say. And also in terms of like how you look at the game and perceive things has been 
I would say very yeah. in line with what I've been trying to do as well. So well, I'm thank you. right there with you. I can I try to keep it digestible and yeah. I understand how the internet works. If I just put tech out there and just say, Oh, this is plus four here and it's plus nine on the back recovery because blah blah blah. I nobody cares. Nobody's it's not gonna get attention. You have to attach some kind of sensationalism to it. But I had to like you know, I had to I had to do the same thing I do in training mode for like internet for social media. I had to attach some kind of uh, buzzword, make it really, you know, short and cut to the point. And then, you know, it's that's, longer that's than five minutes. Like. I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the internet attention span. I have to, you know, pinpoint what I can really get across in a short amount of time. And that's, I think, is the correct approach in any case to have like short, digestible bits. Mm-hmm. And then people love that, man, in every game. Uh, I saw, let's see, I saw this, this streamer, popular Fortnite or Hearthstone streamer, they did this combination, let me try it out, let me see what happens, and then that, by that, they have learned a new skill without even, like, thinking about it. So yeah, I no, that's, the same that's, thing. that's rad. That's kind of like why I split Keith's Gym up into chapters, where it's like, this is just one chapter that will teach you one thing, you read it, you do the workout, and then, I don't know, if you want more, you can do that, but also, uh, but also you have to read. So that, that's, uh, that's the difficult yeah. part of it, that reading is, it's not fun to do. I think we yeah, can all, ag- I think we can all agree that reading is not fun. <laughs> Reading's pretty sick, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you gotta be in the right mood. I'm just kidding. Reading's fucking dope. Support your libraries, folks. This is the second time you heard it on this podcast. Two times we tell you it's that important. Support, support your local library. They do actually, that's they right. actually do a lot of good for the community outside of just books and shit. So like. Maybe it's worth supporting. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, that's a total side. <laughs> that's another side topic that I didn't think we would. That's an alley I didn't think we would go down on the Art Street Fighter podcast. Yeah. Of supporting your locals. But when I say locals, I mean library. <laughs> uh, oh boy. It's going to be hour long. Card. It's like fucking free. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. I, usually these are typically an hour. I'm. Hope that's okay. Uh, but we can yeah. talk about so we can move on to the next topic though because there is. Yeah, so no, I, I want to like I'm not steering the ship here, you know. But hey, I, like, man, I don't I, know. I'll, I'm, I can go for a while. I'm here for I play a, it know. fast and loose. I, I let the I'm three sheets to the wind right now. We can go wherever. All right, I, I'm starting to see the cello <laughs> coming across your shoulder. Honey, yeah, do the podcast. All right. Well, we can talk about some Street Fighter Five news that we have going on. Uh, so recently there is news. I wanted to cover this like, cause I know that like we've got, have you on the show and I necessarily don't necessarily want to cover like all of the special news, but kind of want to have just an open conversation, but this was big enough to want to talk about on the pod and talk about because this is, this is the big new thing. Uh, but there was a release, uh, statement from, uh, Capcom unity covering a bunch of stuff that survival mode is changing. That's the thing that people have hated since the release. Uh, so there's going to be things in it like you can unlock some battle goods that you can continue the fight if you like spend battle goods for whatever that means. The things that might give you more meter, give you more health, things like that are just expendable. You lose them once you use them. Uh, but then there's ways to get more of those and certain special costume things, which is uh, what are they calling them? Phantom. I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, hmm. This is not my area of expertise. You're on your own, my friend. I know. That's okay. The fighting (laughs) chance. uh, The fighting chance thing. Uh, So, battle get fortune. Fantasy fortune readings from Manat. That Uh, seems like it'll be funny. I'll I'll, I'll give it a whirl. (laughs) Okay. I'll see what happens. So, like, the big thing that at least we've been seeing on the sub, this is just something that because it's fucking Reddit and because it's the internet, people see that 
and they say, oh, you spend an in-game currency to have the chance of winning some kind of thing, whatever it is. It could just be something that's cosmetic. It doesn't really matter. It could be something that affects your survival mode. Um, but it's a chance thing, so it's, it's a loot box. It's a quote-unquote loot box. Loot box. It's a loot box because that's a buzzword. I just mm-hmm. saw so many people like hit Twitter and be like, ah, loot boxes in my fighting game. Like, I thought we went. Yeah, but like, you know better. they're going to try it out. They're going to see what's going on there. Uh, dude, loot yeah, boxes, like, uh, but let me click on it. The thing, about, the thing about the loot boxes in this is that I don't even necessarily think this is like. Okay, so let's consider it like worst case scenario. This is like an actual like bad loot box scenario. Uh, even if you think about it that way, you also have to think like. In what ways is this really even like making them being Capcom like that much money? Really? Because oh like, yeah, that angle. Yeah, because like it's a it's a currency that you can only spend in game currency, and there's currently no way to buy more fight money. So there's no. I mean, yes, the fight money does have value, like an intrinsic value. But if you do like the math, like the five hundred dollar fight money is only worth like three actual cents three pennies mm. which like that's i can see it if man. you want to equate it to an actual number like that might but then you consider like i mean what's the loop of like what money does capcom take out of it i guess it's like if someone's spending their fight money on this they're not using their fight money to buy characters uh which i'll also share a link on like where uh, uh so maybe they're making money in a roundabout way if you're spending fight money on something else and right. then nope don't have money for the i don't have fight money to buy cody i guess i gotta spend five dollars so I mean, that's extremely price. roundabout, though, right? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a long but way around to get like five dollars from someone. My take that's a very long I con. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, this is not. I don't care. It's not. <laughs> I'm I'll totally try it and then whatever. It's like I don't. It's, whatever. It's it's just, it's a, a new thing that doesn't interrupt what's already there. So whatever. I don't care. Very true. But I can see why somebody might have some red flags because it's Capcom because mm. you know they've made they've made mistakes in the past chun lis mm. face what happened and now oh we got loot boxes dude i get it oh my god yeah, I, I have sure. to i have to do an interlude here but. because you mentioned chun lis face uh, i went into my local grocery store and they installed the new like rent a game thing uh, and as i was leaving the store i'm confronted with that that meth visage, that that horrible, horrible visage <laughs> of Chun Li's, like the, the unedited clip, the one where her face is still bad. It is right in the front. I'm like, oh, that's a good way to sell games <laughs> in in this like local grocery store that I don't know, if, like these all these yinzers are going to. This is <laughs> yeah, it's strange, man. And we don't know the inside baseball, the politics <laughs> that are going on within the con. We don't know those guys. We don't have access to that information. We just get the end product. And it's fair. It's totally fair to comment on it and be critical of it. Uh, but sometimes it's like, do you need to be critical of it? Yeah, Everything? it's like, slow your fucking roll, dude. Like, it, you don't, you By can no just means have no do I, I'm not above saying how I feel about Street Fighter V, but sometimes it's like, I don't care. I don't want to put energy to care. Right. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. If, it, if the people that it is for don't like it, then okay, sure. So what? Is it gonna like? I can still buy Cody for a hundred thousand fight money. Okay, cool. Don't matter mm-hmm. to me. Like, That's all I care. Totally Man, you know, on the on the Steam version, I can just make a new account and then grind a hundred thousand in less than like you know maybe a few hours, and then get the new characters. Like, it's not a big deal to me. There's ways to just you know be frugal about it. I've actually never thought of that workaround. 
Oh well, I mean, you heard it here first. Automatic tech. I'm doing yeah. a. I'm doing an audio thumbs up. <laughs> That's totally easy because like the easy trials and like easy survival mode stuff. Like you can burn through. You can get yeah, a bunch of fight money that casually. way. I did it casually, I like in a day, that. but. It's oh, it's more because like I I didn't have a hundred thousand fight money on my PS4 and I've mm-hmm. been wanting to stream on my on my PC because it's just faster and whatever mm-hmm. and so yeah now I have Cody available on PC but the problem is that now I won't have Cody on my PS4 until I play enough ranked on it which I will do anyway so right. it's like I don't have to but maybe the position is different because I stream I make content I play the game probably more than most people do even at this point right so I have more I have more of a pool I have more time available to actually get fight money. But That's true, that, and like you get fight dollars. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's five bucks, man. Like, as an adult with a job, I'm like, yeah, I can just like buy the foot long meatball sub, or I could have a Cody. Mm, I guess yeah. the other thing I could say is like, if people bought the season pass, then they have like literally nothing to do with their fight money. So like, maybe they do this. I don't know. Sometimes the, you know, I um I made a post on Twitter the other day. I'm gonna try to tie this. In. About how, and it was just thought vomit. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm like, man, you know, they should make Street Fighter 6 the most difficult game, the most hardest fighting game ever. And uh, you know, it's kind of tongue in cheek, but I got a big response to that. A lot of people liked it, retweeted it. A lot of people were like, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, there was somebody that, that, that I responded to the other day, and uh, she talked about something, and I was like, maybe some people just are drawn to that negativity. You know how, like, some relationships. Uh, one one of the partners just likes to have that conflict or like to argue. Like maybe that's the internet sometimes. Maybe it's not it's not rational or even any. Just people just want to be negative. So, I mean, you know, in that in that um, in that it's scenario, just, it's just so whatever. many people with that same <laughs> that yeah. same feeling are just like, yeah, let's lean into it. Let's go hard in on something <laughs> just because I I need to. Crazy. Uh, I don't Passionately have ignorant is the way I like to describe. Yeah, it. that's that's pretty that's pretty accurate. I would say that's fairly accurate. Um, okay, so, man, for, like, being too, mm, I was gonna say two old dudes talking, we've been talking about the internet culture for a long time, and that's, that's kind of souring. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, sorry, my opinion on that. But we can talk about something that's cool that the internet liked, pretty much in general, which was the Kenny Omega versus Xavier Woods. That also happened. Oh, yeah. That was genius. What a genius. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I want to hear your take on this. Oh, it was a genius. Genius marketing strategy. First of all, I don't know how they pulled that off. I'm not like a, a, you know, huge corporation. How do you merge those two things together and then make it in a... But they did it, and they did it in a way that promoted both both wrestling companies, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the players, Kenny Omega and Xavier Woods, the game... Cody, they it was so well done in my opinion, and yes. they they suck. They're not good players. Oh yes, I mean, absolutely. Kenny Omega <laughs> probably could be good. Xavier Woods doesn't play it. I don't know if he could be good or not. Well, Maybe, yeah, there's not there's kind of players an, by any stretch of the term. There's kind of an aside to that where I actually think Kenny was probably sandbagging because Kenny actually I think has so chops. too. He actually has chops. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, but it's but like on. irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the gameplay the show was is irrelevant. <laughs> They were the not and it was a merger between the FGC and let me not forget because James Chan, IFC, IFC, Stacy yeah. Steve, they held it down, uh, big time, and the crowd was there because that's so crazy. Like this game was enjoyed probably by people like the uninitiated, and that's what's 
we need that because I, I don't I don't know numbers. I'm just throwing this out there. I think we're not gaining people, so we need more people to play fighting games. And if it, if the reason is for this kind of entertainment, I'm down. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. No, there's there's can, something that is you know, they need coaching hook me up. That. About like people who are like, if you're around a big enough crowd of people who are like, oh man, I'm excited about this. Like you go to a big tournament and there's a lot of people cheering for something. You are also drawn into it. There's a certain. Of course, if Tasty yeah. Steve is flying across yeah. the Coliseum, I'm, I'm, where did this come from? <laughs> Whose foot hit Tasty Steve? Tasty Steve was in frame and then he was out of frame. <laughs> something happened in between there. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. He took, he I took like chant. I took like really- chant. Man, there's like top eights of high caliber players in Street Fighter Five that <laughs> I should I should probably be doing analysis on my stream. I haven't even seen the last Ely e- group. Yeah. But I rewatched Kenny Omega versus Xavier Woods. Or like any of the Rage tournament that's been going on. Huh? Oh, look, oh, right, right. The Rage <laughs> tournaments they've been really good, by the way. There's been some really awesome plays. They've been really good. Yeah. People should know. I just look at High Fight's Twitter. I, I I can't catch the the open rec or what is it on? Was it oh, on yeah. like uh, R Kappa stream? I don't know. No, it's it's on Open Rec, and there's another website that's like some other thing. My friend, I barely go outside. People don't even think I'm Hispanic anymore. I'm nah, like ghost white. <laughs> Jeez, I'm t- I can't be bothered to click on anything but Twitch and rendering <laughs> videos these days. If it's not Twitch and I didn't get an update to my phone to remind me to watch the thing, I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be via high fight. I got time for Yeah, that's so oh, fucking. I love that guy. <laughs> he's, he's really hardworking. He does a good job of what he does. Follow high fight on Twitter. Um. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was actually, it was really incredible. You brought up something where it's like, it was kind of like, I haven't thought about this, but it like kind of like a, a legal impossibility that it happened. Cause I think about the WWE and how protective they are of like, of their properties. Branding. Uh, yeah, dude, the branding, uh, but, anyway. but they weren't. They've done it before. The last uh, WrestleMania had a, a um, Japanese wrestler involved with it. I don't know the names, but true. It's, they, they're not. They're not, it's not a new. It's not a new idea. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and it's man. They pulled it off, and they announced the Cody. They had the Cody there. Uh, they showed off some Cody stuff. All of the New Day and the Elite were there. The it, ghost pepper, or not? Was it habanero? Yeah, the habanero pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he took him like a champ. Uh, there were stakes. It was good. It was all good. Uh, but I think in general, I think Xavier Woods' statement on this was really accurate of him just saying, I really just wanted this to show off how good this community is to a larger group of people because, I mean, he's been in. Uh, he, I, I've seen him at events. Like, he's in it. And oh, so by Kenny the way, Megan. Xavier Woods has been to Lost Ark Video Arcade in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, he stopped no by shit. after he stopped by after an event. Yeah, that's fucking red. <laughs> so See, sick. like he's in it. Like he knows. He's like he's not a chump. He's not just he's not a mark here. He like he knows what he's talking about, uh, and he knows the players who are involved. And when I say players, I'm not talking about the actual players. I'm talking about the people who like actually move the FGC forward. Which like yeah, he's genuine. Authenticity he's genuine. is so yeah. important, and that's what that it kind of goes back to that arcade culture. Is when you're playing just to play and to be in that personal experience with other people. It's so different from online. Mm-hmm. Not to say online has nothing to offer. You could definitely you know find that but right it's 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 so much more tangible in person yeah no there's just everyone on that stage was so excited 
about what was happening. Like that, man. You bring me back to the arcade days. We were like that. Like all the all the little stories that were like really people. The way you actually got names like aliases, man. I would have been called Mouse if I didn't change my name on Arcade to Jibble. It would call me Mouse. You believe that? Because I didn't say I was really quiet. (laughs) I would just play at the arcades and not really say much. And my brother would do all the talking and embarrass me. Uh, so they called us the Power Pat Brothers. Like, come on. So embarrassing. I didn't actually um, think about that, but like, yeah, most, like people have, real life. most people just have their names because they chose it for CFN. And not because yeah. they actually like earned it or like have yeah. a name. <laughs> There's a guy oh. called Edmund Dantes. And then I, this was like the first villain that I took a lot of money from because I was like really young. <laughs> I had money right. in third strike. And after I, I beat him in that, that series, I, I came to his apartment with $2 and I left with 50. It was a lot of money for me when I was a broke college student. Damn, uh, okay. After that, I called him ATM and Dante's. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Man, two, turn $2 into 50. What is this like fucking Those rounders of third strike? This is. Oh, and I lost. Incredible. I lost the first match. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I brought it back. You went from uh, zero to one dollar to all the. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because the way he set it up, him and his circle of friends would always play for money. Because if you weren't playing for money, you weren't serious. But it was okay. probably some other things going on. But the way they had the money matches uh, set up was that the first match you play is a dollar, and the loser can rematch for two dollars, and then it can keep going to three, four, five, and so on and so forth until he's like, okay, I quit. And uh, okay. uh, let's just say that process happened quite a bit that night, but I wasn't on the receiving end. Pays to be pays to have your opponent be salty. That was sick. That's that's actually not a bad i that's not a bad way to do money matches actually. Yeah, he was that he was pretty smart. Like we're really cool these days, but back then nobody liked. Him. I specifically I remember a post on SRK that he was talking about his spreadsheet and who's the best North Carolina. This man like mathematically broke it down who was the best. And then somebody else responded to him in like the simplest post. It quoted his post. And then my friend uh, J- Dotsy, he said, nobody likes you. That's, that was his whole response to everything. I was like, man, Shoryuken <laughs> is great. I miss the forums. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> another, that's, that's another conversation we do not have time for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I would love to go into that conversation of like missing the forums and like what that culture was like and yeah, uh, yeah, and what we're currently missing out on because everyone has their conversations on Twitter. Yeah, um, what you saw with Kenny Omega and Xavier Woods, the show that they put on, yeah. which was an amazing show. It was like that, and people <laughs> felt like it, we were really at each other, or like the greatest friends came from it. Like I'm. Man, I'm married. I'm married to the person who taught me fighting games. His wife's niece is my wife. I met him uh, through him. Met her no through shit. <laughs> oh, I met her through him. That's fucking rad. I didn't realize that. That's yeah. awesome. I'm, that's, I'm that's a fun story. FTC, yeah, dude. You literally married in. Cool. <laughs> no, that's fucking dope. Um, okay. Uh, kind of running out of time, uh, but we can get to the last segment. Uh, but before we do, I do want to announce that our Street Fighter, the player sponsorship, the Matcharino is live. We are going to have some stuff coming down the pipeline of new t-shirts are going to be up for sale on the Teespring. And all that money is going to go towards player sponsorship. Uh, and also, there's some stuff that you should look forward to that will be sale, be for sale on the Matcharino. Uh, that I was just privy to today that might be worth following. I can't. I don't want to say it out loud right now because I have people stocking that page forever and maybe waiting on it. Uh, and I want 
want the odds to be fair, but there might be some things up for sale there that might be of uh, value to some people within the FGC. So maybe check that out and maybe uh, keep your eyes peeled for announcements on the R Street Fighter Twitter account and just the front page of R Street or Street Fighter for all that stuff. Uh, but basically what's going to happen is that I've set budgets for to send iDrop, uh, El Chicote. Those are the first two that I really want to get out there. And then if we meet the stretch goals, uh, we can send Neon and Tiga to Evo as yeah. well. I'm, yeah, it's going to be... I'm really hope. I, I think we can get all four. There are some... I think it is financially doable with the, the resources that we have. And it's not... It's, it's a doable number, I want to say. That it is totally awesome. possible to get all four of those players. Teams, our Street Fighter will be strong at Evo this year. So looking forward to that. Uh, but that's the last announcement and like news that we have to cover on this show, uh, which leads me to the last segment, which I like to do every time I have uh, someone on. Uh, I ask them two questions in this order. Uh, what is your favorite normal attack in any game? And what is your favorite combo in any game? Oh, um, I feel like I'm on the Jeopardy, and I hear like the doo doo. I gotta write it down you on have, the desk. You have ten <laughs> seconds. Oh snap! It's already been one <laughs> hour. So, the, so the favorite attack is uh, I don't know. I just chose something that's like sick to me because mm-hmm. um, there's so many cool things like. Like the first thing that came to mind was Jin's roundhouse in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, but that's not really enough to talk about. Like honestly, I want I want to like really put some points out there for like really simple attacks, but really effective attacks. Oh, that's so big that, and beefy. It it looks like it hurts. There's a it's it's sick. <laughs> it's it's really slow, but the distance. Anyways, it's not my favorite attack. Yeah, so the move fa- has some qualities to it. It's quite good. I mean, it got me a top eight Evo. No big deal. So mm-hmm. Ken's crouching medium kick in third strike would be my favorite attack. Okay, can you tell me why? It's a pretty like utility utilitarian move, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what mm-hmm. what do you like about it? Oh man, when you combine it with his super art Shippujin Raikyaku, mm-hmm. it turns into a very, very, very—I know it's not a good word to use—but very powerful tool in the neutral in the footsie range. So by itself, the crouching medium kick, it has great mid-range. It's fast enough at six frames to where it's an excellent whiff punishing, whiff punishing tool on its own. Mm-hmm. So the way that I've been measuring lately how you can react to things is by their total animation frames. So in Street Fighter V, for example, I've measured that I can react. My limits and even the, the people that I've tested, the limits are around 16 frames, a window of 16 frames. So if I have something that's a startup of four, where you, sp- I can whip- where you are specifically looking for it. I think that's important yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a limits. It's not something you're always going to get. You have to be looking for, right. for the most part. So if I have a move that's four frames of startup, and then their total animation is 20, then I can reasonably react to it and whiff punish it. If it's below 20, then I'm being proactive or, you know, I'm not, I'm not verifying that the situation has confirmed. Right. So in third strike, that window of time is decreased because the game is played on a CRT, perhaps it's more responsive, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I can lower that 16-frame window to around 14-ish. So now I can use that 14 number and then add that to the startup of Ken's low forward, which is 6, and now I'm back at that 20 coincidentally. Mm-hmm. So anything that's like 20 frames or more, I can reasonably whiff punish. So if I take the same move, Ken's low forward in third strike, 
Uh, it's around 28 total animation frames, which is eight more frames than what's required for me to react to it reasonably. So I can whiff punish Ken's Crouching Medium Kick with Ken's Crouching Medium Kick. So that means I have a powerful medium range tool that hits low and can go into super, but it's also dangerous to whiff because my opponent can react to it and then whiff punish me just the same. So it creates an, an intricate dance between am I in range of low forward or am I not in range? Do I want to step back? Do I want to low parry? Is he going to hit standing roundhouse and kick me while I'm trying to low parry? It's so sick, third strike neutral. I know I'm talking mm -hmm. it up because I love the game. Mm -hmm. um, whereas in Street Fighter V, just to give you a comparison, I'm not, I'm not trying to say nothing. Yeah, I, think there, I think there's a comparison to make here. So in third strike, that 28 total animation low forward is around seven frames less in Street Fighter V mm -hmm. and Cans low forward. Uh, I, should, I should check the start just to be sure. But it's harder to whiff punish and it has less range. So the neutral, as far as those medium attacks, it's not the same if you compare it to the medium attack of Cans in third strike. So when you combine that crouching medium kick with super, there's more things you can do. You can do crouching medium kick into jab DP and then car DP. It feels good to do it. You can do it just outside of range where they might whip punish you, but they might also uh, extend their hurt box by doing a normal. And then you don't have to confirm, you don't have to um, confirm in a super. You can just empty cancel like you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Mm -hmm. Empty cancel in the super and then it'll collide and then activate. And then there's other methods of, of, of canceling into the super. With, your, with that whip punish in mind, you can low forward and then confirm the super because they are because you're whiff punishing them with right and then in the arcade i would say at the arcade only probably only you can hit confirm it by itself low forward super it's, it's very difficult to do i think you can do it it's not as easy as chun lee's low forward super but it's there True. and then there's one more but wait there's one more way that i know of to confirm it there's more super yep uh crouching medium kick in the shipu genrai now if you measure your meter to where it's about to complete, but not totally. You can do crouching medium kick into super. Uh, it has to be at the specific range, your meter. Yeah. Where if you hit them, you gain more meter, but if they block it, you won't gain enough meter to complete your first bar. So it's called, I, think, I believe it's called DED. I don't know why, mm -hmm. but it's cool. <laughs> so yeah, there's no, my pitch for <laughs> crouching medium kick in third strike. Yeah, no, I actually think that that last thing that you brought up is something that I think really applies to Street Fighter V with v trigger cancels because crush counter gives you v meter so oh people, yeah yeah so people who have like normals that they might want to throw out that they might be in range to get full v trigger if they connect with a crush counter can just empty cancel with with v trigger with that button mm -hmm. I yeah, think absolutely you can, you can do that can get crossed without stand hard punch i think that works for him uh, yeah, you can choose to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you can choose to do that if, um, because the crush counter window extends the the buffer window, so mm -hmm. you can you can uh, react to it and then yeah, cancel later, true. or you can choose not to. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, but yeah, no, Ken's crashing medium kick, super useful, super fun. Uh, and I just want to throw out here too that his crouching medium kick in Street Fighter Five is six frame startup. Oh, the same speed. Well. Uh, it might be faster. I think the frame data from the website I got it has the active frame. Um, not, not. Um, so they they're not the same frame, frame after startup. 
So it might be faster in uh, Street Fighter V, but the total animation frames and the input delay in the game and right. the uh, the range at which it would hit probably less, more than likely. Yeah, less. yeah. The range. I'm on... trying to be all uh, confirmation biased, but nah, man. I mean, that's just a thing in Street Fighter V where like crouching medium kicks just don't have the range that. They don't play in the same range as that they used to in other games. Effectively, if like if you really want to try and compare other fighting games, if you, if you look at like Street Fighter Four, or Third Strike, or even or even Super Turbo, like Street Fighter Two, if you want to look at that, yeah. like the the ranges are significantly different. Yeah, um, ask Ryu. Yeah. Ask Ryu how he feels about his low four days. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Street Fighter Six is just his the hurt the hitbox only goes to his knee. Yeah, a, that, a, but this isn't me saying that there is no punishing tools in, in Street Fighter V. They, no, they're, no. they're they're there. It it's usually been. against heavy attacks and um mm, or things that are, are like some... set up where you can do like set play with punishes. There's yeah, a lot the less long and short those. of it is yeah. uh the long and short of it is the 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 aim of when you time your buttons has changed in Street Fighter V where it's preemptive mm -hmm. rather than reactionary. But that's not to say that reactionary is not included. It is a part of it. I would say maybe like a twenty percent it's 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 what you should focus on but the the where you make your money is with crush counters and you don't crush counter the startup of normals on reaction no it, it just doesn't work that way that's not how the game works uh, okay uh so that's a good normal to choose i like that it's a very good answer uh yeah. but then to your second question favorite combo oh man this is a this this i it's so hard to like put in so many ideas into one concise statement that's but fair. The, totally fair. The favorite combo kind of throws me off. I, I get it. I understand where that could be coming from because, you know, there's some sick combos out there. I had some cool stuff in Marvel 3 and some just gener generally visually pleasing things out there. <laughs> but what is pleasing to me visually is sequences, which maybe can be categorized as combos, like a sequence of events. And what's more, like I show what what I show more favoritism to is interactive sequences, and that I would like to categorize as a combo, if you will allow it. Let's <laughs> let's explore this theory that you have. All right, all right. So uh, I play Hugo in Third Strike. He has a super art by the name of Gigas Breaker. You spin the stick two circles. Some people call it a seven twenty. Try. <laughs> he talks in German. It's sick. I love it because it lasts so long. I can go to the other side of the arcade machine and talk shit to my my <laughs> opponent while he's. <laughs> and I, sometimes I record it and put it on Twitter. So, <laughs> so look out for the that. The thing folks. about the thing about seven twenty is it's a grab. It's a zero frame grab. So if I have activated it and you are not airborne and you're close to me, which it has great range. Mm -hmm. If you're close to me, you're getting hit by a seven twenty. It's going to do a ton of damage. Uh, if it doesn't kill you, I get a good setup after. it. So, on defense, if you have Hugo nu nuked down, if you have him knocked down, you might want to either jump, stay away or jump away as I'm getting up to bait me to do 720. Now, there's another thing you can do on top of that with that jumping away. And the reason why, there's a reason why you don't want to neutral jump, but maybe I'll get into that. If you jump away with, with Ken or maybe like Makoto's jumping medium kick, if you jump away and hit roundhouse, you avoid the 720, you'll kick me in the face, and then if I like throw on wake up, I'm going to be standing up. You're going to hit me while I'm trying to throw you. There's a lot of good reasons to do that jump back roundhouse. Now, since you're doing a jump back roundhouse, because I have 720 available, mm -hmm. I can guess. I can guess a forward parry. If you time it well enough, I can't back break you. That's Hugo's air grab. I can't grab you at the air in time if you time your jump back roundhouse enough. 
but I can still parry you. So if I parry you after you jump back with that roundhouse, you're going to be in a landing animation. I'm going to recover from my parry, and then I can dash up in 720. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite thing to do. There's other options, too. And so I can I can do the backbreaker from there. I can do a giant palm bomber, the light punch version, then EX Lariat. This situation is so sick to me. There's a lot because, of options there. And also, it's not that crazy for you to wake up with a forward parry. Like that, no, because if it's Ken, they might do they might target combo. Mm -hmm. uh, if they forward parry, I can still break a throw. I can forward parry and then throw really quickly. But then I'm mm -hmm. committing to the throw, so yeah. then they can like backdash and punish the. It's like man, third strike is so sick. It's one of those things where you kind of have to react to the parry that you threw out. And then there's some characters who might be able to recover in the air in time after I parry them. So some characters, if you do like a, even even Hugo, if you parry my jumping light attack, I can do another one. I can come down with another one. So then in that case, I might want to backbreaker you. But some characters, they don't recover in time, and then I dash up 720, they cannot jump away from it. So that's my favorite combo. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. As, as someone who loves a grappler, I'm a grappler apologist. I love that shit. That shit's so good. Ah, yeah. That's so many good... Like, I love the... And this is kind of an aside and going off with what... Because I know what you're thinking of. Like, as someone who has played grapplers for a long time, like you kind of have to think of things with a different mentality of how can I get my opponent thinking that they don't have to worry about being grabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Hugo in third strike is very much so at the mercy of his opponent's mind. And that's why I picked mm -hmm. him in the first place because mm -hmm. growing up, I played Yang. I played aggressive characters. I would consider Gen kind of an aggressive character in street fighter four. And I, I also made some marks with him. Um, but I went back to Third Strike after the re release of Street Fighter 4, and I wanted to work on what I was weak against, and that was being at their mercy of my, not overwhelming them with offense. Right. So forcing myself to, to be defensive and to play a challenging character at the same time. Hugo is definitely, uh, he's, not a, he's not the best character in the game. No. Uh, I don't think he's as bad as people think he is, not at all. No, absolutely But he not. takes a lot of effort. He's, he's, Hey, but he's so sick. <laughs> like he has, he deals, he deals good damage, and he's got the the threat of Gigas. Uh, even if he doesn't go in with Gigas, I think his other critical arts have have good damage and good. Oh, combo Hammer Frenzy is better. Hammer Frenzy, Hammer good, Frenzy, like, yeah, Hammer Frenzy. Hammer really Frenzy, good. I think, is the default super to pick. But seven twenty so. is is uh, it's just so cool. It's, yeah, it's like just you, so much fun. You definitely want the seven twenty so in certain matchups, but you definitely don't. Yeah, yeah. Other matchups, like there's just not as many opportunities. Let's say. Uh, for yeah, you I think Chun Li for that. sure. You play Hammer Frenzy. Yeah, Yun, I think you play Seven Twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Ken, it could be either of the either either one. Dive kick coming. Guess what? You're done. <laughs> You're done. Yeah, if he doesn't space it correctly. Oh man, let me tell you, I, I, man, that's so it's good. my favorite. When he whips a dive kick and I standing Seven Twenty. Oh, I let's see. That's how I feel about Q. Uh, is the parry the dive kick deadly double? Mm. Man, so <laughs> Q was. Q gets three taunts in. He's ridiculous, but Dude, if you can't get to that point, he's, he's, so a big, he's a walking dumpster can. Yeah, no, he's trash. Uh, like, but he's really fun to play. He is he's really fun, fun to play. play. He is super fun to play. That's, uh, what, that's, man, that's why I, I love I, Hugo, I, too, because Hugo has like good normals. I feel like he uh, is explosive in the ways that like Q probably isn't explosive. Uh, dude, I fucking love Q. Off topic, off topic, but it's okay to have bad characters, quote-unquote bad characters. I'm totally oh, yeah. fine with that. Oh yeah, Sean is, sucks, but I like it. This is something that I've talked about and might have talked about on this podcast before, but I don't necessarily think game balance is important to having a fun game. Those are not equal. 
like bat game balance does not equal fun gameplay. Like some of the most hype, the hype of shit I've ever seen is like someone overcoming a bad matchup and like Bob. Oh, yeah. Like it. rocket raccoon or uh Frank West grabbing Phoenix out of the air. <laughs> yeah. That's, that stuff's incredible to see where you're like, Oh, like I know like mathematically this should not work out. Like watching like, yeah. Do like watching Perot like body people in, in the cooperation cup was like oh damn like this i know this shouldn't be happening but he is wrecking house mm. and it, is. it was aliun aliun on a born free interview was talking about um like skill and how mm-hmm. like the game's default universal things um they can allow characters like in third strike um that are lower tier to shine through the player's skill yes i think that's really important to have that to 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 contribute to the fun factor when you have default mechanics that that um, enhance what you are able to do as a player. That reward player skill. Yeah, and it's sick. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Dude, watching like. What was the last time you saw a sick V come back? I'm just saying it. I hate Alex videos. I hate Alex comeback videos. They stink. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Did that, did that tug on your heartstrings? Opinions. That's the... I don't know how those go there. over. Dude, I don't I know. Want to put that one out there. So the Alex... Vi- okay, so to me, the Alex video is actually fun to watch because I specifically know that a lot of the stuff that Alex is doing in those videos is like super not real. And the only reason he's able to do that is that the player actually totally broke their opponent's mind. Because if their opponent was thinking like for a second and didn't crack, then there's no way Alex should actually win in those situations. I think that's how Alex wins. It's the only that's way he wins. wins. And that, that's it's that's how I feel like Alex a wins. Solid Alex plays. And like, that's how I feel like Geef wins. Like you don't, you beat those characters by not uh, cracking. Um, you have to yeah, mentally I think stay I can stable agree with Geef. Uh, um, as far as Alex, I explore the character when he first came out, and then him. Like yeah. in a really scientific, like I put down a document, write down everything. Yeah. Um, most of the time, I was like, I think you need to to be gimmicky sometimes. He he needs to do that sometimes. Yes, you can't be solid with him. And that, that's not saying that's not you shouldn't ever be solid. You should be solid in some scenarios. But I do feel like the character doesn't work by the book by the numbers. No. So it looks. Um, I hate to say egregious, but I don't know. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth when. It, no offense, Demon Dan. They're, they're I, great videos. I I can appreciate looking at it from that perspective, but from my perspective, just looking at it, what the player probably had to do to set up that comeback at the end or set up that perfect win, then I'm looking at it from that angle of what the player has done to then create that ability, their ability to do that. Because I feel like Alex just can't, Alex just doesn't produce that. You can't just go in and press buttons and, and win with Alex. Like I feel like there's conditioning that's, that's involved. I feel like there's there's a lot of things that go in. But hey, that's all my opinion, and you're welcome. To have, <laughs> I I actually like that you didn't. That's that's a good. That's it's a good okay to disagree. Of, it's okay to disagree. It's okay to have a clashing of words. Um, it's uh, more about the disconnect of interaction. Like I described that situation before. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, I feel like it's not conditioning. It, maybe it is in that realm of random where he needed to do a desperate play. The opponent had to make a desperate de- defensive decision. He was wrong, and then mm-hmm. Alex steamrolls. Mm-hmm. I can see that coming the other way too. There are definitely clips of that as well. 
Yeah, and the unfortunate part is that sounds what I just described. It sounds like it's an attack on that person as a player, and it's not. It's it's right. more the nature of how the game works. That's in yeah. That's in the systems of the game where like oh you DP'd and you're playing against <laughs> Abigail, which means you're dead now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Abigail is like so. an he's like a more effective version of what I described with uh, Alex. Yeah, I mean that's I mean effectively that is Abigail's game, right? Like if you DP and he blocked it and he's fully loaded, you don't get to live anymore. I'm sorry, but it's, yeah, it's, it's like the there's next, that one moment. It boils down to that one moment. Yeah. I think uh Arturo described it maybe maybe in like the salt factory, but the the match doesn't start until V trigger and it's true for like many characters, not like specific yeah. to just you yeah, know, Alex true. or Abigail. There's some characters that have um the neutral to where it seems like they outplay their opponent in many times of the matches, but many of the damaging situations come from that V trigger mechanic. And mm-hmm. I, I do think they made they made the they made a choice in the right direction of making the game a little bit more solid uh by increasing the scaling from V trigger yes. activation and crush counter. Uh which you know, by the way, I recommended that in a tweet. Um yes. before the patch came out. Yes, the, those <laughs> things were were suggested in the past, also on our Street Fighter as well. Um, right. But uh, regardless, uh, yes, I think that was an agreeable decision to make, except in Geef's situation where it just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts Geef. Yeah, all it's got to be decisions a hurt Geef. <laughs> Sometimes I describe the game as if they maybe designed it into a wall that they can't really expand on it they have to take away and move they have to work with what's what, what's already what's what with what is already there so the game i don't think is ever going to change from the way you hit people in it but i do think they're going in the right direction by nerfing the just right. the damage values right um I, it's hard to say if it would ever if they would ever be willing to make dramatic changes to the systems I'm not saying like take V trigger out entirely, but like make it dramatically different or like make it so. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't know. I if think it's. Can. I think it's working. I think it's normal ops. It's just this is how they um, intended for the game to be designed, and you yeah. know, it's. I don't think it's a wrong choice, but yeah, it's just a choice. It's just what it's what this game is. I think uh, the attempt is what is. Um, I think it was the correct attempt to get the most people to play your video game because it's the, it's uh it's nasty out there in the the game development. Oh yeah, there's a lot of good fighting games to choose from. You can't survive if nobody's playing your game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, it's true. And in fighting games, they, it incites that feeling when you lose. They're like, I don't play this anymore. Yeah, and they're they're but making when you're more, winning. Yeah, they're making more decisions now for for newer players to hop in and and get the get enjoyment yeah. out of it, which all good things in the right direction. And I think even with all, the, with all those things and regardless about your opinion on street foot, not yours, but like the general you of the public, right, right. regardless of your opinion on it, like it's what the community has and people are still enjoying it. And the fighting game community is just like kind of as strong as ever. Like it's still moving in a lot of really good directions and there's still a lot of really good people in it. That are making oh for sure that's one thing decisions. that i would not put any uh, no debate there the fighting game community the people within it yeah and i used to not like jabaley at all but like he could he could punch a family member of mine i'd still go to ceo it's, it's <laughs> a sick tournament yeah. there and are we're, people at the wheel that i would trust i would trust at the wheel I, no i like i like jabaley now but there was a time where me and him i mean maybe you can call it a soft beef but we were gonna have like a street fighter for monday match or whatnot but that's oh, not man. even it's like it's so far in the weird the rear view mirror now it's like man more power to you god bless you kind of thing you know yeah yeah man 
But uh, uh, I do wish that they did more Capcom. I wish they did more on teaching people how to play their game, oh, whether it's dude. inside the game, whether it's an in-depth tutorial, an introductory to frame data, maybe or psychology because the traumas they're not doing it i mean they, they might have some ideas that might inspire some kind of thought but there's no direction it's and, and maybe they're relying on the community to do that like maybe they're they think it's a better route maybe it saves on like budget but yeah. I, I wish they would teach people how to play maybe. their game i do short of it that is my whole mantra i listen man if you want to if i have a little bit more time for this <laughs> like that's that has been my whole thing that is why like that is why Geese Gym exists as a tutorial series because the game came out, like positioned itself. The game positioned itself with every bit of marketing. It was like new players totally welcome to this game. We're making little concessions on like how you do combos that like pros might be a little upset about, but it gets new players playing and new players will love this game. Like they'll it'll the onboarding process. Here we go. Uh, yeah, but that's not the right approach. If you're making your game to be competitive for an esports thing, you need to teach them how to play the game. Combos don't tell uh, you anything. They don't tell combos you are not But that's that's the person what they that do teach you targeted to want to learn combos. They want to learn combos, but combos is not how you play fire. What they do teach you, specifically in Street Fighter V, is that all combos start with a jump in. Yeah. Think about yeah. that for half a second and go, there oh are... dang, that's so wrong. That's like the most yeah, wrong maybe. you can be. Oops. Anti-air line attacks. Oops. Just Ugh. take these out again and again. Oops. Ugh. Sometimes yeah. I think it's a clever a clever plan to like introduce people to anti-air and that kind of thing, and then slowly take those tools away so they have to use Real answers, but that's a bit nefarious. Be, uh, we'll that's a bit that, nefarious. We'll call it a happy mistake, right? I don't know. I think that would like require foresight, and I don't know if that's, that's necessarily what's going on here. But dude, yeah. I'm totally that's with you. That's another part that. is communication. Is we don't know yeah. what's on any of the devs' minds. They're getting better <laughs> at it. They're getting better at it. Maybe not so on the devs' minds, but definitely from like Capcom from a position point. They've hired a lot of new people, like a lot of like good people that the fighting game community already knows and like yeah i don't think i've interacting met with of the people that i met at capcom zero percent of them have been disagreeable or unlikable people like oh, yeah. um andy damon of course combo fiend and haunts they were great like andy's everybody i've met andy's not comes... andy's not like old fgc like at all uh he actually Dude, he was like fascinated by some but, of my stories i was telling yeah, him like when i was, was totally in cool. florida he was like wow really he's really engaged in the content so there's absolutely great people working at Capcom, especially the esports side. But I wish there was more of a connection to the, the production of the game itself. Yeah, that unfortunately, they, I, mm, I will recuse myself from commenting on that. Uh, that'll be off mic, but regardless right. folks that's uh i think that i've had you long enough uh is there anything else i think that's a good place to end it is there anything else okay. uh, that you would either like to recap or pitch again uh before taking off uh just, just what i'm working on now man just building up the local community in north carolina uh, stop button and hope mills i'm there every friday teaching uh, Greensboro, there's a place called Lost Art Video Games. You should definitely check them out. Dan, he's, he's an owner. He's the owner. He's great. Um, those are like the local places. But as far as like my um, my outlets for content creation, you got the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash jibbo. That's J-I-B-B-O. And of course, my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash automatic. That's auto, M-A-T-T-O-C-K. Same for Twitter. And that's about it. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, it was a, it was a pleasure. 
great conversation. <laughs> I love talking about. I love talking about Third Strike. <laughs> yeah, That's, fighting games are sick. Third Strike is sick. Street Fighter Five is. It's been uh, you know doing good things. The communities around Street Fighter Five are sick. I think yeah. we can agree upon that. I think that's where Killer Instinct's sick. Tekken Seven, I think, is the best game. DBZ has been creating great storylines. Yeah, it's, 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 we're we're in a good time. I, I don't, I don't. I'm. I feel like I'm alone in this opinion, but I don't love watching DBZ. You're whispering. I, I'm feeling. I got bored I, of it. I, I got bored of playing it. it. But I think it's. I, um, I like. I like playing it. Playing it is fun. It's fun to touch. I think it's better than like Street Fighter Five. I think it's a better fighting game than Street Fighter Five. But um, it's hard to enjoy watching it. But that's not. I mean, that that might just be me because yeah. it's, it's hard for me to watch Street Fighter Five these that, days. That's a very me problem, which I'm 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 comfortable admitting. Tekken Seven though, oof. yeah, that game oof. is sick. That game is Tekken Seven. I think is the best game right now. So good, playing Tekken and like knowing knowing even just a little bit about Tekken will help you enjoy Tekken. Yeah, this is not a Tekken podcast, but I am throw, throwing it out there. If you can I'm sorry learn I mentioned a it, but that little game bit is about so Tekken, learn a little bit about what's going on <laughs> and why, like, you saw someone get hit with like an up four or an up forward four, and you're like, and the crowd has gone wild because, but you don't know what the fuck's going on. That dude's about to lose a lot of health. What's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen? And it's so yeah, Tekken is sick. Tekken is sick. Ticket is sick. Uh, all right, that's a that's a podcast. I'm Joe Monday. You can find me at Super Joe Monday on Twitter.com or uh, at Reddit SF, which is the official um, Twitter account for the fucking subreddit, which is our Street Fighter, which is where you're finding this podcast. Um, but that's show, uh, and we'll be back next week, uh, same time, same place. Every Thursday is typically when this show goes up. Uh, we've got the tournaments on Monday and Friday, uh, so look forward to the West Coast tournament run by Kamikaze Warrior tomorrow. Mm, he might have told me... He- yeah, he can do it. Never mind. I'm confirmed. I'm just saying it out now that he uh, he committed to that. Anyway, uh, that's the show, folks. But until next time, I got one more. Oh, yeah, one, one more. Please, please okay. pitch. Please pitch. Please. Okay. Shout outs to GK, aka the NoHo Dojo from North Carolina. If it weren't for him, we probably wouldn't be playing third as hard as we have been, and then we wouldn't be in shape for. So shout outs to you, my friend. All right, man. Hell yeah! Great way to end it. Take care, folks. Shout outs. Peace. Peace.